is Christian Questions. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Christian Questions Talk Radio with a Purpose with Jonathan and Rick. This isn't your typical Christian commentary. We love talking with our audience, and we promise to never talk at you like so many talk shows do today. This is a conversation about biblical topics as we look at them from a different perspective. And Rick, that perspective is based on godly principles, family values, honest dialogue, all in a politically free zone. Jonathan, the best part is this. We talk and you listen, and then you talk and we listen. You can also contact us at our website, ChristianQuestions.com. I'm Rick. And I'm Jonathan. And we're glad that you've chosen to spend some time with us today. And Jonathan, what's the topic today? We've got a good one. It's a juicy one, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) And our question is, is it really that bad to gossip? And our theme text is found in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13. He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy conceals a matter. Okay, so what we're looking at is gossip. You know, the grapevine, gossip. Gossip is an integral part of our society and has been a constant in the history of humanity since the beginning of recorded history. If gossip is such a staple to society, doesn't it seem reasonable that there must be something redeemable about it? By the way, did you hear what happened to... Oh, come on, you didn't think I was going to go there, did you? (laughs) Folks, gossip, what is it? How does it work? Is there ever a time or place when gossip is a good thing? Stay with us. This is going to be juicy. little bit of drama there, huh? Oh, yeah. Just to get things started, folks, we're talking about gossip. And the first thing we want to find out is, well, what is gossip? What is it? How does it work? And uh, John, I'm, I'm excited about this. You are. I am. I'm excited about this. Because you love to gossip. No, <laughs> no, no. I just love to talk about people who gossip. Oh. No, 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 no. That didn't come out right either. <laughs> I didn't come out. First, first of all, let's get, let's get focused here. Okay, we have a, a quick little little quote here before we go to a soundbite, Jonathan. I don't know who said this, but what's the quote? Gossip is what no one claims to like, but everyone enjoys. <laughs> and I think that captures something important. So, folks, as we develop the subject of gossip, as we unfold our, our thinking on it, I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Is gossip ever a good thing? Uh, and you can give us a call at 866 985 4255, toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We are live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9, and that means we're on right now. And we want to hear what you have to say about today's topic. Post your comments on our Facebook page and go to our blog. Go to ChristianQuestions.com. All right, so Jonathan, to get this started, let's go to a very specific and clear point of view on gossip. This is from Lainey Liu. Uh, This was a TED Talk, and you know how I love TED Talks. Yes. Okay, well... I'll, I'll reserve my comments for after the soundbite. How's that? All Sounds right. good. So, Lainey Liu giving a TED Talk on the sociology of gossip. So, Fred, let's go to that first soundbite there. I study the celebrity ecosystem 
to understand social culture, to understand social behavior, to understand humanity, to understand ourselves. That is the function of gossip. Gossip, then, is good. Gossip is knowledge. Gossip is immortal. Gossip is historical. Okay. So, so it's good, it's knowledge, it's immortal, it's historical, right? Because she says the function of gossip is to help us understand ourselves. So therefore, gossip is good. It is a tool of understanding. It's a tool, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that as the program unfolds. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying hard to hold my opinion, but yes, I can't. Yes, you are, can't, aren't it you? It won't stay. So, so her point is, it's a function, uh, uh, a tool to help us understand ourselves. It's it's knowledge. It's immortal. It's historical. All right. All of that being said by Laney Lou, let's look at what does gossip mean. Let's go just go to the dictionary. Let's not go to the Bible dic- uh, definition yet, but let's go to the dictionary. Definition. This is from dictionary.reference.com. Uh, Idle talk or rumor, especially about the personal or private affairs of others. All right, that's the main definition. That's right. And the second is light, familiar talk or writing. And the third is gossiper, a person given to tattling or idle talk. So when you hear the definitions of the word for gossip, idle talk or rumor, especially about the personal or private affairs of others. And, and j- tattling, you know, that word just doesn't have anything positive to it. Well, and that's one of the synonyms. Some of the synonyms of, of gossip are what? Oh, well, it's hint, uh, imply, insinuate, uh, let on, suggest, snitch, squeal. <laughs> <laughs> Blab, tattle, wag. All of those things don't sound really positive. Uh, no, they don't. Really. So you got to say, okay, if gossip is good... Why does the actual dictionary... Now, we're not even getting to biblical perspective yet, but why does the dictionary even say gossip is good? And, and Jonathan, to me, the idea... If you're going to talk about gossip, you also have to talk about gossip's first cousin. Uh, who's, who's that cousin? That cousin's name is Slander. Oh. Okay, gossip has a first cousin named Slander. What about Slander? Would anybody say that Slander is good? So let, let's look at, the uh, again, a dictionary definition of what does slander mean? The utterances of false charges or misrepresentations which defame and damage another's reputation. So the utterances or misrepresentations that defame or damage somebody else's reputation. That's not positive. No, and, and, and there are laws against slander. That's right. There aren't laws against gossip, but there are laws against slander. The cousin. Right. First cousin. <laughs> Once removed. <laughs> So, so the question is, then what's the difference between the two? If, if both of them are talking about other people sort of out of turn, if you will, mm-hmm. then what's the difference between the two? Well, it's interesting. The word, depending on the version of the Bible you read, the King James Version doesn't really use the word gossip. Okay. But there are, are other versions that, that do. And, and it's interesting what word they're using, uh, what, what Greek word they're translating. But there is a scripture in Romans 1, 28 to 32, that actually uses, this is, we're going to read from the New Revised Standard Version, this version uses both gossip and slander in the same verse. So it's telling you they're different. So, okay, so, good, good So point. Let, let's, let's get down to that and see, see what it means. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, 
gave God gave them over to debased minds and to things that should not be done. All right, so 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 the Apostle Paul is, is talking about uh, the the world of mankind just rejected God and God turned them over to a sinful way of thinking. And and you know if God has turned you over to a sinful way of thinking, what comes from that generally isn't something you should really be all excited about. No. Okay, so and here's what comes from it. Let's continue. They are filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, covetousness, malice. Full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, craftiness. They are gossips, slanderers. Okay, so right there, in the middle of this big list of not-so-very-good things, uh, maybe I should rephrase that, in the middle of this big list of bad things, there you, go. you have gossips and slanderers. Continuing, God-haters, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, rebellious toward parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. They know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. Yet, they not only do them, but even applaud others who practice them. So, when you hear the statement, gossip is good, and then you read that scripture... It sounds like, ooh, yay! Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Well, but what are you clapping for? And, and this, is, this is a bad list, Jonathan. This is, not, is. this is not a list of things to just try to just step over or step around. This is a list of things to run away from. Yes. All right, so it's interesting. So now let's look at this and say, okay, what is the word that's translated gossip here in the New Revised Standard Version? What does that word mean? This is, this is fascinating to me. A whisperer okay. or a secret slanderer, um, detractor. Okay, so really it means a whisperer. That's the primary thought behind the word for gossip. So what is a slanderer now in, in that verse? What does that mean? It's talkative against, uh, it's a slanderer. Okay, so somebody who's talkative against. So you got to say, oh, all right, then, then what's the difference between gossip and slander? Because they both sound like they're doing the same thing. Their definitions are both talking about someone else. Remember from the dictionary, it's, a, it's talking about somebody else's personal or private affairs. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the slander is talking about others' things, uh, private affairs, that end up damaging their reputation. Yes. So what's the difference between the two? It sounds to me like they're almost identical. Now, there may be a slight difference, but the point is gossip is done quietly. Slander mm. is done publicly. Gotcha. When, and when we say quietly, person to person, that's what gossip is. It's talking about somebody else person to person. All right? You don't like the way Fred's tie looks on his shirt, and I say to you because Fred can't see me right now because I'm going to hide right over here. Let me move. So now he can't see Jonathan. Did you see Fred's tie? I did. Who would have picked out <laughs> such a tie? I mean, come on. He shows up in public looking like that. Doesn't he know how? Actually, Fred, I like your tie. Okay. So, so everything I just said was for example only. Don't try this at home. <laughs> the point is that you, it's the idea of talking about someone else in somewhat of a derogatory manner. It makes yourself look bigger or taller than the person you're talking now, about. Now, I could use that kind of help. Looking taller, but you don't do it. But uh, not or that way. Not I'll 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 get on a stepladder. I'll put inserts in my shoes before I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, folks. Gossip is something that that is part of our lives. It it really is. You know, one of the things that that Lainey Lou said in that previous soundbite was about how historical it is. She's right. It is historical. It's been around forever. So when we look at it, you can't just say, well. 
okay, let's just just offhandedly dismiss it. You've got to understand what it is, and if you should dismiss it, why you should dismiss it. Let's go to another soundbite. This is from another TED Talk by, and I'm going to mess up this name, and that's not intentional, Shamul Melwani, I think. And she's talking about what's good about gossip. That's her talk. So let's listen to what she has to say. Um, there's an evolutionary biologist called Robin Zanvar who actually has a really interesting hypothesis. He says that language, our ability to talk to each other, evolves simply for the purpose of engaging in gossip. Um, and he studied some of our ancestors, and I mean our ancestors, um, basically suggesting that um, social grooming, which is what uh, primates do, was a way to form alliances with each other. And that as group sizes started getting bigger and bigger, um, they were unable to continue the social grooming process with hundreds and hundreds of people at any given point in time. And so language actually developed as a way of sharing information about other people in our groups and networks. Okay, let me, let me translate, because Jonathan, you're looking at me like, what is she talking exactly. about? Exactly. And she's talking about, because I watched part of this on, on the video, it's a little bit different when you can see it versus just hear it. She's talking about this guy who studied primates, and primates groom one another as part of their, their social integration with, with each other. Okay. When, when you have cri- uh, primates grooming one another, they're showing acceptability to each other. Okay. And her point is, this researcher says that... The social groups became so large that there was not time enough to groom everybody to show your acceptability to them. So language was created as the way of showing social acceptability, and that's exactly what gossip is. That's what, that, that, so studying primates helps us learn about gossip. Well, it helps her learn about gossip. It doesn't help me learn about gossip, okay? Not at all. Because you know what? Here's a newsflash. We didn't come from primates. All right? That's a subject for another, another yes. Christian Questions program, but we didn't come from primates. But her point is that there's this evolutionary process that gossip is a key factor in. Let's go to one more scripture before we go to break. He that goeth about as a talebearer revealeth secrets. Therefore, meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. Okay, so that doesn't give you a very good sense of things, does it? No, it doesn't. It, it just gives you a feel like, hey, this is not a very good thing. Folks, we're talking about gossip. We'd love to have you weigh in on is there ever a time when you think gossip is good? Our number is 866-985-4255. Gossip is an important subject for us to discuss and for us to understand so we know what to do with it. This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject this morning, is it really that bad to gossip? Coming up. Does God hate gossiping, or does he just prefer you do it less? Does it really matter to him? That's next. You're listening to Christian Questions. Welcome back. This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject this morning is, is it really that bad to gossip? To be a part of our program, call toll-free 866-985-4255. That's 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9. That means we're on right now. And our website, ChristianQuestions.com. And, Jonathan, as we talk about this, we've had several sources uh, saying, look, gossip is part of the social fabric of humanity. Therefore, there is value to it. And we really do need to separate the, the, the differences between talking about people and talking about people. Okay, what's the difference? Then? Well, there is a difference All between right. talking. And sometimes you have to sort of like 
try to figure it out a little bit scientifically. So just for fun, we're going to go to a soundbite from uh, the the television show uh, The Big Bang Theory. Okay. Uh, which is, and folks, if you're not familiar with it, Sheldon Cooper is the guy speaking in this thing, and he's a he's a like a, a genius of all geniuses, and just doesn't get the, the social norms. But he's he, he, so everything to him is scientific. So here's how he's planning on figuring out gossip. Your meme hypothesis does intrigue me. How might we examine this more closely? Do you have any ethical qualms regarding human experimentation? It's one of the few forms of interaction with people that I don't find repellent. <laughs> we need to fabricate a tantalizing piece of gossip. And a second non-tantalizing piece to use as a control. Then we'll track its progress through our social group and interpret the results through the competing academic prisms of mimetic theory, algebraic gossip, and epidemiology. <laughs> Look at you, getting me to engage in the social sciences. Uh, it's just funny. And, you know, my answer to him is, yeah, look, just read the scriptures and you don't have to go through all the experimentation. It's going to tell you what's what. There you go. And, and, and Jonathan, I do mean that. And, you know, I said it almost in, in, in a facetious way, but we'd have to determine the difference between talking about people and talking about people. Meaning, what is it that we're saying? How are we saying it? And why are we saying it? Those, to me, will differentiate between a conversation about someone else that is gossip or not. Because you can talk about other individuals in a non-gossipy sort of way. Now, I don't know if gossipy is a word, but it is for now. <laughs> well, thanks for that. <laughs> okay, anytime. But we have to be really careful. And we're going to unfold that as we go. Let's go to James chapter 3, verses 7 through 18. For every species of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species. But not one can tame a tongue, a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. So, introducing the idea that it is okay to talk about other people with certain parameters, that's why we, we introduced that in, in front of the James Scripture. Because James is basically saying, what you say is just poisonous. It can, and, and he's saying, this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous contradiction for those who are supposed to be following God through Christ. Right. You cannot be uh, bringing out bitterness and, and, and untruth and so forth uh, against those who are made in the likeness of God. Who do you think you are? This is not the way it's supposed to be. Sinful human nature is not easily set on the course of godliness. One of the, the greatest tools of carnality, of, of, of earthly thinking, uh, and of godliness is communication. See, it's a great tool both ways. Okay. All right? So, through this tool comes the highest praises to our Father in heaven and the lowest insults to those around us. So, therefore, this great tool of communication, our greatest strength of communication, is also our greatest weakness. We have to be careful. And that's why you need to separate out talking about people from talking about people. What are you saying? Why are you saying it? And how are you saying it? And if what you are saying is derogatory, especially if it is not a proven fact, then you, you ought to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> That's what you ought to do, <laughs> to be blunt, okay? Let, let's continue with this scripture in James. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives or a vine, a grapevine, figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. Who is wise and understanding among you? 
Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. And see, that last sentence, Jonathan, in that scripture is very, very, very important. Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. So if we take that concept of gentleness, born of wisdom, and apply it to the words that we speak, we'll be very careful with what comes out. And we'll only want to talk about someone else in glowing terms, in factual, upbuilding terms. Folks, if you have a thought, we're talking about gossip and how it works, and maybe you've had experience with it, maybe you have some observations for us, maybe you think that gossip can be good. We'd love to hear your thoughts at 866-985-4255, toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9, and that means we're on right now. And the conversation continues next hour online and all through the week. Christian Questions is live Sunday mornings and on demand with tons of topics to talk about on our featured audio archive, CQ Rewind, Facebook, and our blog. Go to ChristianQuestions.com. So, Jonathan, here's an, uh, another another question here. Another question that we're going to put on the table and, and sort of use... Uh, throughout the rest of the program. And folks, listen, if we're not on in your area for the next hour, go to ChristianQuestions.com and click Listen Live and stay with our conversation because there's so much more to deal with here and we're just scratching the surface in this first hour. ChristianQuestions.com, Listen Live. The other question, Jonathan, is, okay, so we're saying you shouldn't say bad things about anybody, right? Right. Okay, so if you shouldn't say bad things about anybody, then what happens when somebody is in, in a difficult situation and you, need to, you, you want to help them out? Maybe they're doing something wrong, maybe they're making bad choices. You know, the scripture says that essentially, as Christians, we're supposed to be our brother's keeper. That's right, Rick. So is... Is it meddling to try to help? Right. I don't know. Is it? Well, let's, we're going to develop that question so, folks, you can certainly weigh in on that as well because this is the practical application of making our words... Uh, be motivated by gentleness born of wisdom. Let's skip down, Jonathan. Skip the Philippian scripture. We'll put that and rewind the full edition. But go back to the James scripture, uh, with, uh, starting with verse 14. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition... There will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. See, we're not exempt from evil thoughts and words and deeds. We're not exempt from it, James. I mean, think about it. James is writing to Christians. Yes, he is. And he's not putting Christians in a very good light here. No. He's saying, look at, look at, look at what you're doing. Stop it already because this you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts and nothing good can come from it. Gossip often comes. I won't say always. Often comes from bitterness, envy, and selfish ambition. Whoa. And, and that's not pretty. No, and, but you know the problem? What? We, we all have those things in our hearts. Yep. Every one of us. So we have to carefully weigh the words that we're going to use in terms of being able to deal with these things. Well, Rick, let's go to the phones. We have Beth from Tennessee. Good morning, Beth, and welcome to Christian Questions. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. Um, I, I just want to make the quick point. Um, people need to go to your program about bitterness on CQ Rewind and listen to how bitterness affects you and how um, it's related to gossip. But what I want to say is, uh, you know, we're every single one of us are created in the image of God the Father. And I just try to... Um, remember that, Lord knows I'm guilty 
of gossip, but I try to think about who I'm talking about and think about them being my brothers in Christ and think about how much God loves them just just as much as He loves me and how they're just as worthy as I am. And sometimes that helps me, <laughs> sometimes not as much, but um, I just want to make that quick point. And, and thanks Thanks for the show, guys. You're, you're As usual, you're right on target. Thanks, Beth. We appreciate it. Take care. And Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. You know, and, and Beth is a CQ Rewinder. Yes. So, and you heard it from her. It, it's a great tool available only at ChristianQuestions.com. Sign up. It's a free service. So, so Jonathan, one of the, one of the practical uh, applications of this is uh, if we find ourselves in a situation where, where, where we are gossiping or we have gossiped, have the strength to correct it. Wow. Have, have the fortitude, the strength of character, the integrity to say, you know what? That's not easy. I shouldn't have said that. Or stop yourself in the middle. You know, I, I, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase this and, and go a co- completely different direction. That's one of the practical ways to stop gossip in its tracks. Let's finish up that James scripture, Jonathan, because our, our time is running out in this first hour here. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of... Of partiality or hypocrisy. See, partiality and hypocrisy, those are the things that feed gossip. And so if we use the wisdom from above, it's it's along the lines of what Beth was saying. You begin to see things from a godly perspective, and you're talking about God's children. You really are. And 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 they're special, too. Of course they are. And should we be degrading their their characters because they're, they're different than we are? No, of course not. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. So we have to be careful of how, how we put all of these things in order. I want to quickly go to another soundbite. Let's go to back to uh, Cal TV Berkeley. Uh, they're a little study on can gossiping be good. And they're the ones that started out by saying all the bad things about gossip. But wait, there might be something good here. So let's listen to what they say. Research, in fact, shows that over 60% of our conversations center around gossip. Psychology graduate student Matthew Feinberg was determined to show that not all gossip is necessarily bad. One thing we want to look at was maybe it just makes us feel better. That when we witness an unfair act or a selfish act, we just get riled up, we get negative affect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe one thing we can do in response to that is spread some reputational information, spread some gossip. And by doing so, it'll make us feel better. Feinberg's studies show that engaging in what he calls pro-social gossip, the warning of others about dishonest people, not only benefits the recipient, but is actually good for our own health and well-being. Your heart rate doesn't go up as powerfully. You don't get as angry if you're able to uh, engage in this type of gossip. So, Jonathan, this is such a big issue because some of what he said has, I think, a little bit of merit, but only a little bit. Okay. And when you're in a situation where there, perhaps you have, you, you are, your, your, your public leaders are doing something illegal or immoral or something, there's something different about dealing with something like that than the person down the street who you heard they were having an affair with somebody else. Good point. The other thing is, you know, this whole thing about uh, um, celebrities. Well, you know, celebrities, they say celebrities are fair ground for gossip because they live a public life. Well, you know what? They live a public life as far as what they do publicly. But what they do privately is their own private business. And do you want somebody talking about your private life the way they have people talking about no way. We don't. We don't because it's invasive. Why do we think they don't have a right to be private? Because they live. If you want to, if you want to talk about them, 
You talk about an actor, for instance. Mm-hmm. Talk about the, their, their, their performance in the last movie they were in. And if it was a lousy performance, go ahead, talk about it. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem talking about with what they did publicly. But what they do privately, you have no right to be saying, oh, did you hear who went on vacation in the, in, in with who? Nonsense. There is nothing redeemable about picking somebody's private life up and making it public, and you don't even know if it's true. There's nothing. Is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? Those are three gates that, along with being your brother's keeper, we want to talk about in the second hour, because this is a big, big subject. Jonathan, just one scripture from Ephesians 4, 14 through 16. Just read verse 15. But speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. So that is another great key in dealing with gossip. Speaking the truth, that's true, in love. That way, the is it kind and is it necessary come into play, and we can weigh our words carefully so that what we speak will be of some kind of benefit and not just idle talk and not damaging to someone else. Because you know what, folks? When you damage someone else's reputation, you're not only gossiping, you're slandering. And that just plain and simply, you can say what you want. It's wrong. For Jonathan and Rick, it's Christian Questions. We'll be back in the second hour very shortly to continue the discussion on gossip. So stay with us. Till next, till, till next time, right? <laughs> After the commercials and all that. The question is, is it really that bad to gossip? We'll be back soon. Think about it. Welcome back. This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject this morning, is it really that bad to gossip? To be a part of our program, call toll-free 866-985-4255. That's 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9. That means we're on right now. And our website, ChristianQuestions.com. It's Jonathan and Rick's Gossip Corner. Got something juicy to say about somebody? Call us now! <laughs> Don't. <laughs> we do want you to call and talk about what you think about gossip and how you think uh, it, the role it plays in life and maybe some experiences you've had. And do you think that gossip can ever be a good thing? And, and Jonathan, so far we've actually gone to two different sources, two different people doing studies. Well, one of them is in the gossip business. That Laney Liu mm-hmm. individual is in the in the gossip business with the TED Talk, right? Sure. But then this other woman, uh, Shamul Melwani, um, did a, a a major study on gossip, and she's basically saying, "Well, yeah, gossip. Uh, you know, what's good about gossip? Let's discuss it. Let's let's go to one more soundbite. This is from uh, Cal TV Berkeley. This is from uh, a, a university study." On gossip. Okay, so this is a third source on looking at gossip. Gossip. We're all guilty of it at some point or another. And for centuries, it's gotten a pretty bad reputation as being malicious and unproductive. But is that always the case? A recent study at UC Berkeley suggests that gossip may in fact be a good thing. Facebook, Twitter, Yelp, text messaging. In today's world, gossip outlets are pervasive as ever with the constant opportunity to spread information wrecking havoc on relationships and tarnishing reputations. So they're saying, yeah, you know, gossip can be a good thing. And then they proceed to tell you how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got a big hill to climb in their little study. And we're going to come back to that <coughs> Excuse me, um, 
as we develop the program. And in this society with Facebook and Twitter and wow, it, how damaging can gossip be it, today? And they did nail it. They said it's pervasive in 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 wrecking havoc on relationships and tarnishing reputations. Mm. That is one of the that, those are the things Jonathan that we've got to watch out for. As a matter of fact, Let's look at, and this, is, this may be an odd way to, to approach gossip, but I think there's a point to be made here. There's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about uh, seven things that God, six things that God hates, and there's seven things that are an abomination to him. And they're listed out in Proverbs 6, verses 16 to 19. And Jonathan, as we go through this list, the question is, how many of these things that God hates are related in any way to gossip? Ooh, this is interesting. So let, let's go through them. The first is a proud look. The second, a lying tongue. The third, hands that shed innocent blood. The fourth, a heart that devises wicked plans. Fifth, the feet that are swift in running to evil. Sixth, a false witness who speaks lies. And seventh, one who sows discord among brethren. All right, so you've got a whole lot of these things here. And uh, are there any of these, Jonathan, that jump out at you as being... Into, uh, tied into the gossip. I think more than half, Rick. The first is a lying tongue. Okay. And now, again, a lying tongue. Do people gossip about other people, and are they lying on purpose? They could be accidentally lying. Maybe they didn't hear the information correctly, and they could be presenting a so, lie. So they didn't go to a source. No, they didn't. And you heard it from me, and I heard it from Jewel, and Jewel heard it from Fred. And let's talk about Matt, who's right. in the other room. Right. <laughs> so, okay, so that can actually have a very clear connection to gossip. What else? And I think a heart that devises wicked plans also. If you have something against someone, you can start a juicy ah, lie. Okay, so that's another evil thing. That, these are things that God hates. That's right. How about a false witness who speaks lies? Uh, and, and the key thing is a false witness. If you right. do not have verification for whatever it is you're talking about, exactly. then you can easily be a false witness. Now, maybe you're not intending to be a false witness. Maybe you're just intending to, to spread a rumor. Well, right. you know what? Then you're intending to be a false witness. Because that's gossip. Right. Be, uh, because a rumor is something that is not verified. And another point, Rick, is one who sows discord among brethren. And to me, that's a big one. Yeah. And, and so you've got all of these things, and that's the one that God really think, sees as an abomination. And, and, you know, I would actually even add the very first one, a proud look. Okay. Because... And we're going to get into this. As people gossip, they sort of join together and they feel good about themselves uh, and they build themselves up. Okay. And I think that, that that's connected. And I would even add feet that are swift in running to evil because it can bring you to the point of, of because gossip seems like such a good thing, you want to spread it to the next person. Ooh, that's and it makes you feel good. Uh -huh. So, you so know. You, you came up with six out of seven. Yeah. Not, <laughs> this is not good. This is not good at all. So. Let's go to, uh, Jonathan, I want to go to another soundbite, another source. This is Gretchen Ruth talking about gossip. And now she's going to actually bring it sort of back down to earth a little bit. We've heard these other sources that are saying, eh, gossip is good. You know, there's, there's, there's redeeming value in gossip. And to me, personally, this is Rick talking here. This is a Rick opinion. Gossip and redeeming value don't belong in the same sentence. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I just, I cannot fathom that. So if you have a different thought, I'd love to hear it. But let's go to this soundbite first. Because the thing about gossiping is that it is fun. It is fun to gossip. And I didn't realize how much I did gossip until I really tried to stop. 
Now, researchers will tell us that gossiping actually serves a very important social function. Gossip is the way that we enforce social norms and find out what are the norms of our community. So if somebody does something like take credit for something that they weren't responsible for, by gossiping, everybody exposes this and says, this is not right, and the person finds consequences for the action that they've done. And just as a matter of fact, it's interesting that both men and women gossip the same amount, but most, most, both men and women prefer to gossip to women because women make better audience. But although gossip serves an important social function, and it is fun, it is not kind. So she said several things there. I want to comment on, on the women being a better audience. Okay. And men, think about this. They're a better audience because women listen Men uh, don't. Okay, <laughs> a reason. that's just the fact. Okay, <laughs> that's just the fact. So let's put that in perspective first. But interestingly, she says, you know, it's a way to enforce social norms. And when something does something they shouldn't, when we all gossip about it, it's going to force them to suffer the consequences. Okay. Yeah, and my 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 response to that is really, come on, society is not that noble. No, it's not. Society is not that noble. And our response oftentimes, instead of saying, oh, everybody's saying such and such about me, I guess I better change is, let me say something about them. Oh, you're right. That's the way society really works. Yeah. So society isn't such a noble thing where our enforcement of social norms lifts people up. When have you ever seen that happen? You don't. No. Not here, not now, not in the, in the world in which you live. Jonathan, let's go to the phone. All right. Well, we have Jim from Indiana. Good morning, Jim, and welcome to Christian Questions. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. I was, as I was just driving on the way to church at Glorious Sunrise here in Indiana, by the way, this morning. Very nice. Kind of uh, misty. You know, the, the, the idea of, of gossiping, um, it, that, it's one of those two-way streets. You know, the receiving of gossip also is such a... Uh, a temptation because, you know, as the Bible says, it's like a choice morsel going to a man's inmost being. Mm -hmm. um, to hear gossip sometimes is also rather uh, rewarding, so to speak. And that that's a tough thing to kind of shut it down, to recognize when, it, when it's happening and to say, I don't want to be a part of it. That's a tough thing to do. You're right. You're right. And uh, so the temptation is because it feels good to hear it, um, that we want to sort of be a part of it because it makes you feel included as well, right? Yeah, well, thank you, guys. Appreciate your program. All right, thank you, Jim. Appreciate your call. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So Jim brought up a really important point. He says gossip is a two-way street, okay? And it's a two-way street from a number of different standpoints. It's, first of all, one of the ways is I'm telling you something about somebody else. The voice. Right. And the other is the ears. The ears. Okay, And but the other is... That we, while we like to talk about other people, about their private life and things that maybe should not be public, do we like other people to talk about us and our private life and things that maybe should not be public? Of course not. And do we like to have our, our lives misrepresented? Never. No. So why would we even think about doing that to someone else? But I like the point is, are you strong enough to say, <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry... I, I don't want to be a part of this conversation. I don't need to hear this. I'm going to walk away. John, that's hard. That is hard. That is a hard but, thing to but do. But 
it's the right thing to do, isn't right, it? Right, right, and 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 so, folks, in 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 your 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 calls and in your thinking, what have you done? Have you have you fallen into the trap? And look, we've all fallen into it. All yep. right, so you know nobody here is is looking down on somebody else, saying, "Well, you all you little people got to figure it out." We're all we're all the little people who have to figure it out. Okay, <laughs> some littler than others. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. But uh, we'd love to hear from you at eight six six. Nine eight five four two five five toll free eight six six nine eight five four all. We're live Sunday mornings from seven to nine, and that means we're on right now. And this would be a great program to go to ChristianQuestions.com and check out CQ Rewind, the full edition. That's something to sign up for. Uh, you can sign up for it only at ChristianQuestions.com. It gives you a, a, a transcript of the program of the main points. It gives you all the scriptures quoted out. You see the sound bites. It gives graphics. Illustrations. It makes the subject come alive on Bonus paper. Bonus material. We don't even have time to cover half the material. And it's free. It's absolutely free. ChristianQuestion.com. Sign up for CQ Rewind, the full edition. You will not regret it. There is no obligation whatsoever. If you if you don't like it, you can opt out literally with the click of a mouse, and then a, then you're done. We'll never bother you with it again. Julie and the crew do an amazing job. They do, and it's a great crew. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a volunteer army. It's several people that work and work and work to to make this a tool available for you. Christian Question. Com, so you can rewind the full edition. All right, so Jonathan, we're, we're getting into the subject, and we've got to sort of figure out how do you deal with it. Well, some of the scriptures really help us to put it in perspective. There's a compare and choose scripture here in Proverbs 10, 17 to 23 we're going to go over. Whoever heeds instruction is on the path of life, but one who rejects a rebuke goes astray. Okay, listen to instruction, path of life. Reject it, go astray. Figure out which way you want to go. Lying lips conceal hatred, and whoever utters slander is a fool. All right, so you've got lying lips and uttering slander fits right into our subject matter here. When words are many, transgression is not lacking, but the prudent are restrained in speech. So that means I should talk a lot less on the radio, I should let you talk more. <laughs> well, then there'd be a lot of silence, right? <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing, Jonathan, when we're talking a lot... It's easy to get into oh, yeah. the gossip area. And, True. and that is a great warning. It's a great scriptural principle to keep in mind. You know, we've got to be willing listeners and then have a willing filter in our listening so that we're, we're, we're able to listen and, and, and bring in to our hearts things that are only valuable. You're right. Continuing, the tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The mind of the wicked is of little worth. So it's comparing the tongue of the righteous with the mind of the wicked. And again, you've got choice silver versus little worth. Pick which one you want. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of sense. So again, the words of the righteous are bring wisdom to other people. Isn't that what you want to be doing with your life? Yes, oh. absolutely. And let's finish the scripture. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Doing wrong is like sport to a fool. But wise conduct is pleasure to a person of understanding. Gossip is like sport. We all like, well, man, everybody doesn't like sports. Most people like sports and, and, and all of that. And gossip becomes a social sport. But the problem with that social sport is um, we're generally hurting people. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and let's, as a matter of fact, let's get to our next soundbite on that. This is from David Essel. So yet another source, and he's, his, his section in YouTube was entitled, Why Do We Love to Gossip? The biggest reason that you or I would gossip about anyone, a celebrity, a lover, a next-door neighbor, a co-worker, is because we have very low self-esteem. You see, when we have very low self-esteem, we feel that one of the quickest ways that we can boost our self-esteem, and it's an illusion, 
but one of the quickest ways we think we can boost it is by putting someone else down. So when we judge other people and talk about them and say how my former partner is such an idiot because he hasn't kept up with child support or he hasn't kept up with alimony or whatever it might be, and we're letting all of our friends know this, it gives us this illusion that we're on top of the world because we're putting someone else down. Actuality, the opposite happens. People that gossip on a regular basis feel pretty crappy about themselves. And that doesn't change until they stop gossiping. So his his point is that people who gossip about others have low self-esteem. Eh, maybe we would have chosen a slightly different word to describe how they feel about themselves. Yes, but yes. the point is made. How selfish this is. It really hit me when he was speaking. Because oftentimes, and, and folks, if you look in the mirror on this... You feel better about yourself when you talk negatively about another person. That is a sure sign something is wrong. Something is desperately wrong in that conversation. Because how is it that you get lifted up when you push somebody else down? Yeah. It, it just doesn't work in terms of building one another up in this most holy faith. One more scripture quickly, Jonathan. Uh, Proverbs twenty six eighteen to 23. Like a maniac who shoots deadly firebrands and arrows, so is one who deceives a neighbor and says... I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. For lack of wood, the fire goes out, and where there is n no whisperer, quarreling ceases. So you can feed the fire of gossip, but if you don't, the fire is going to go out because you're not making it bigger and stronger. As charcoal is to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome person for kindling strife. Gossip kindles strife. Make no mistake about it, because when it gets back to the person you're talking about, it's never good. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. That's the scripture that Jim quoted earlier that on his is. call. Like the glaze covering on an earthen vessel are smooth lips with an evil heart. So there's so much here to talk about the idea that what we say truly does matter and the words that we speak should be beneficial. They should be uplifting. They should not be idle. They should not be tearing down. We have to watch what we say. This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject this morning, is it really that bad to gossip? Coming up, James, Jesus' brother, has a lot to say about the tongue is a fire. What about gossiping? Is that part of that fire? Do we need to put it out, or is it just warm and cozy? <laughs> That's next. You're listening to Christian Questions. is Christian Questions. Will Rogers once said, live in such a way that you would not be ashamed to sell your parrot to the town gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Christian Questions. Talk radio with your breakfast. With Jonathan and Rick, this isn't your typical Christian commentary. We love talking with our audience, and we promise to never talk at you like so many talk shows do today. This is a conversation about biblical topics as we look at them from a different perspective. And Jonathan, what is the subject this morning? It's juicy, huh? Oh, it is, Rick. <laughs> our question is, is it really that bad to gossip? And our theme text comes from Proverbs 11, verse 13. He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets. But he who is trustworthy conceals a matter. 
And so, Jonathan, we're talking about gossip, and in the first hour we said a lot of things, and, and basically we're looking at gossip with, uh, with, with eyes that say, don't want to go there. Yeah, but all these sound bites and these researchers <laughs> say, oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, and, and there's a difference, as we were saying in the first hour, uh, between talking about people and talking about people. The very definition of gossip from the dictionary is not a positive definition. Right? No, it, it's not. It was. It's basically talk, it talks about you know talking about people behind their backs and, and not in a positive way. Correct. So by definition, if I were to talk to you about uh, about Matt, uh oh, <laughs> and he about Matt, but about some some accomplishment he had, you know something something he did well. Matt does a lot of things well, incidentally. So sure. it'd be easy to talk about those things. Sure, those are positive, uplifting things. And what we're doing is we're is we're talking about him and 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 putting it in perspective in a way that is not degrading his character, mm-hmm. not touching on something in his personal life that's not true, that's unfounded, but it's simply a positive report, if you will, on somebody else. There's nothing wrong with that, right? That's a good thing to do. That is, and, and, and that, that sort of spreads goodness. Gossip spreads evil. It, it, spreads it tears you down. Because it's about other people's private lives that ought to be left private. It's really that in my mind, I've got a simple mind. My simple mind says it's that simple. Folks, we'd love to hear you weigh in on what you think of gossip, how it works, maybe experiences you've had with it. Uh, 866-985-4255, toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9, and that means we're on right now. Christian Questions, a weekly habit that's good for you. Thanks for tuning in with us every Sunday morning, live from 7 to 9. Join our conversation any day and time at ChristianQuestions.com. Let's go to another soundbite, Jonathan, and, and this one is not going to be so pro-gossip oriented here. This is from a young man uh, by the name of Joseph Tan. He doesn't have any credentials, except he said something really cool, I thought, and uh, we wanted to let you hear it. Here's how he defines gossip. Gossip is sharing detrimental information with those who are not part of the problem or part of the solution. So, so gossip is uh, spreading stories and uh, even sometimes telling information that is true, but it's the audience of the information that is in question here. You are telling it to people who are not part of the problem, nor part of the solution, and they really can do nothing about it. I love the definition. Gossip is sharing detrimental information with those who are not part of the problem or part of the solution. Why are you talking to them? That's right. They're just an audience. And, and so it's the, making you feel better. Right. And, and that's a, a great way to put it. They're just an audience. That's all they are. And, and that, that helps us understand the value of putting things in their proper perspective. Um, we're going to be going into some Old Testament, Jonathan, in this segment. The, we're going to be looking at the Old Testament and the way the scriptures define talking about others. Okay. All right. So that's kind of where we're going to go. Uh, we're going to be focusing that on Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 16. That's one of the Ten Commandments. And what does that Ten Commandments or that commandment say? Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. All right. So that's where we're going to go. But why don't we go to the phones first? All right. Well, we have Robert from California. Good morning, Robert. And welcome to Christian Questions. Good morning. How are you guys? Robert, California. What time is it? <laughs> it's early. Five o'clock. <laughs> wow. Thanks, that, that, thanks, thanks for joining us. I want to thank you guys for putting your programs into the archives so guys like myself can listen to them after the fact. There you go. Uh, on your website. So thank you for doing that. You but, are welcome. 
I stepped into this program this morning a little bit late, so if I'm repeating something that you already said, forgive me, but uh, I wanted to share Titus uh, 3.2, um, speak evil of no man. And I think that word evil means really means derogatorily, mm-hmm. speak derogatory of others. The other thing I wanted to share with you was a quote from Shakespeare, and it goes like this. Uh, you may have heard it before. He who steals my purse steals trash, but he that filches from me my good name robs me of that which enriches him not, but leaves me poor indeed. I know that's a mouthful, but uh, I always I always like that and Robert, I got to tell you, believe it or not, uh, we have that uh, as a quote that we were going to use actually in the last segment of the program. So thank you for bringing it up now. Okay. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, that it's, was it's great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys take care. Thanks a lot. Keep up the good work. All right. Thanks, thanks so much, Robert. You take care. Bye-bye. Obviously, an online listener out in California at five o'clock in the morning. See, folks, it's not that hard to call in. You know, he can do it uh, at such an early hour. And. Speak evil, speak derogatorily of no man. That was the message of his of his call. That's powerful. It is powerful, and it is scriptural. And let's understand, if we say that we are Christians, then we are bound to go by the guidelines that the scriptures give us. And if scriptures tell us, don't do this, don't, don't, don't bring other people down like this, then you know what? You better listen. Good point. Exodus 20.16 was, Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Folks, again, if you have a thought, it's 866-985-4255. Toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9, and that means we're on right now. And go to our website and become a Twitter follower to learn about upcoming programs and new updates posted. Our website has over 500 archive programs. Go to ChristianQuestions.com. All right, let's go to Deuteronomy 19:15 to 21, Jonathan, because this is building off of that commandment that we just discussed. One witness shall not rise against a man concerning any iniquity or any sin that he commits. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, the matter shall be established. See, that's an important principle, because basically what it's saying is one man's word against another is not good enough. Right. And so gossip then really, really, really falls apart quickly, doesn't it? And maybe someone didn't understand what someone else was saying. Maybe they just missed what the point was. And Jonathan, let's be honest. Between you and I, that's happened. Oh, of course. (laughs) I present something some way and it's not what I meant, but it didn't sound that good after you think about it. (laughs) So then when we come to a point of talking about it and then we understand each other, it's like, oh, we're still friends. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because you talk about it. Yes. You know, and, that, and that's part of the beauty of the scriptural admonitions we have. Let's continue with the Deuteronomy scripture. If a false witness rises against any man to testify against him of a wrongdoing, then both men in the controversy shall stand before the Lord, before the priests and the judges who serve in those days. And the judges shall make careful inquiry. And indeed, if the witness is a false witness who has testified falsely against his brother, then you shall do to him as he though to have to his brother. So you shall put away the evil from among you. So basically what it's saying, if you do have a one against one situation, it goes before it's carefully considered, and if that false witness proves to be false, then they suffer the consequences that they would have wanted their brother to suffer. And it says you shall put them away. Well, what does that mean? Well, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. It could mean the city of refuge. It could mean put to death. I Wow. The Old Testament law was very, very, very justice-oriented. Yes. And the point was, do not 
misrepresents anybody. That's what the point is. The point is really simple. Gossip is inherently a misrepresentation. And why do I say that confidently? Is because it is hearsay. It is something you heard and told to me. And not a fact. Right. And I told to Jewel, and Jewel told to Matt, and Matt told to Faith, and Faith told to Fred, and now all of us, and you know that game telephone? Oh, yes, that we learn as kids. Right. What happens when you something goes from one person to the next, to the next, to the next? When it comes to the end of the line, it's not at all what it originally was. It's completely distorted. Gossip, therefore, is a... A, a, an exercise of distortion. That's what it is. It's an exercise of distortion. One of the biggest problems with gossip is that it's based on hearsay and it's not fact. It's an exercise of distortion. Leviticus 19.16. Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among the people. Neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. That word talebearer, Jonathan, means a scandal monger. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and, and you know the tabloids... Yeah. That's scandal-mongering in, in, in Scripture talk. That's what that is. Wow. Because all it is is saying, is saying negative and bad things about people that are in the limelight. Well, there's a lot of sales of those uh, kind of papers, Rick. Why you, is that? Humanity loves this stuff. I don't, I don't get it, Jonathan. I don't get it. But look, people love it. And because there's a market for it, it's just going to continue to grow and to grow and to grow. And look. Just because, you know, going back to the first hour, and, and I should have said this in the first hour, and I, and I didn't. That woman, Lanny Lou, who was talking about gossip is good. Yes. Gossip yeah. is historical. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's good. Uh, prostitution is historical. Prostitution has been around forever, people. Well, that's not good. Does that mean that you say, okay, well, it's been around forever, so it must not be a bad thing. No. Honey, guess what? <laughs> I mean, come on. Stop it already. You know, sin has been around since, man, since Adam and Eve. That's right. And that's not good. So let's put gossip where it belongs. Folks, if you have a thought, it's 866-985-4255. Toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9, and that means we're on right now. And if you have any questions on our subject, give us a call and ask your questions at ChristianQuestions.com or go to our Facebook or email us at Rick at ChristianQuestions.net. All right, Jonathan, let's go back to Cal TV from Berkeley uh, and uh, hear the study on Can Gossiping Be Good? Aside from personal benefits, Feinberg's discoveries suggest that gossiping also helps to maintain social order, as the threat of being talked about negatively motivates individuals to act virtuously. Oftentimes it has been a bad thing, and it can be maliciously motivated and serve a malicious purpose. There's a way of differentiating those that would be useful. Uh, But hopefully this research will uh, at least get people to recognize that not all gossip has to be that bad. So the next time you decide to engage in gossip, recognize that you may actually be doing something good for your health, as well as society. What a crock. I'm sorry. (laughs) I said it. (laughs) That just makes no sense to me at all. Since when, Jonathan, does this society ever preach negative reinforcement? They don't. We don't even discipline our children for fear of damaging their self-esteem. We don't even keep scoring kids' games so no one will lose. (laughs) We're afraid of negative reinforcement. Oh, yeah. And the audacity... To say that, well, gossip is an, the only negative reinforcement in society that works is nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. What negative reinforcement is in that situation is negative enforcement of something not true. Rick, tell us what you really think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You know, Jonathan, let, let's go over an example of, of being able to talk about somebody. Okay. Okay, in a good way. We, where were we yesterday? Well, your daughter was 
married yesterday. We it were was at, a wonderful event. We were at my daughter's wedding, and my daughter's been through a lot of difficulties in her life, and she's the mother of my dearest, dearest grandson, Dominic, who yes. I love to talk about. And I want to talk about her husband, Dan. I want to talk about him. So, And you tell me if this is gossip. All right. Okay? I'm watching. I'm so, listening. So here we are. We're at, we're at the ceremony, and the ceremony is being performed, and they, they exchange their vows, and Dominic is standing right by the best man. Right. Okay, he's five years old, and they, they called him the best little man. I like that. And after Dan gave, ex- expressed his vows to my daughter Amy, he turned, knelt down, and he expressed his vows to Dominic. And I'll tell you, Jonathan, that was one of the most moving things I have ever seen in my entire life. It showed the quality of the man. He was vowing his allegiance to my daughter as her husband, and then his allegiance to my grandson as his stepfather, being to, to be the father image in his life. It touched everybody. You know, now, look, when, after we finish talking about Dan, do you, you walk away from saying, oh, that guy's an idiot. No, of course not. You say, man, there must be something special about that individual. That's not gossip. That's building others up. That's using a human example of something to show that there's much more to it than we would have previously thought. You see, that's how you talk about other people. Yes. That's an example of how we should put things in perspective and avoid the negative chatter in our lives. This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject, is it really that bad to gossip? Coming up, what about karma? Does it have any truth to it? That talking poorly about someone is going to come back to us. Now, is that a Christian principle also? That's next. You're listening to Christian Questions. Welcome back. This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject this morning, is it really that bad to gossip? Yep. To be a part of our program, call toll-free 866-985-4255. That's 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9. That means we're on right now. And our website, ChristianQuestions.com. And Jonathan, before we get into some New Testament views, there was one scripture we didn't have time for in the last segment that, that's really, really important. So let's touch on that first. Exodus 23, 1-3. You shall not spread a false report. You shall not join hands with the wicked to act as a malicious witness. You shall not follow a majority in wrongdoing. When you bear witness in a lawsuit, you shall not side with the majority so as to pervert justice, nor shall you be partial to the poor. In a lawsuit. So that's really saying justice should be blind. You know how they always have the, the, the picture of the, the holding the scales, the blind, with the, with the blindfold? Yes, exactly. And we're not that way, are we? Now, Rick, in today's society, you see this is out of balance. It's out of whack. Way out of balance. Because right now we see how the minority uh, or the poor are winning just because they're, they're poor. poor. And, 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 and we see it everywhere. And what that does is because that skews the approach, then it gives, you know what it gives us? It gives us more reasons to gossip. It just, <laughs> it just does. And, and that's just not a good thing. But there's no justice met. Right. The truth is not brought out. Right, right. So bottom line, violation of that commandment, uh, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, indicates a deep lack of respect for truth and for your neighbor. To achieve a level of not bearing false witness can be a monumental task for the terrain that you have to trek 
is not only slippery but deceptive as well. Yes. We have to watch our own thoughts, our minds, our hearts, what our motivations are in terms of talking to one another. Uh, Jonathan, uh, let's do this. Before we get to karma, uh, let's go to the phones. All right. Well, we have Julius from Connecticut. Good morning, Julius, and welcome to Christian Questions. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for the refresher course. You're welcome. <laughs> wow, what a topic. Yeah, you know, I appreciate the phone calls, too. You had a very active phone this morning, uh, yeah. pretty uh, obviously. Yes, uh, so many, so many thoughts. Uh, I think intent is a key for anyone that would say, you know, uh, I had to say it uh, to help somebody or save somebody. Uh, intent can be a consideration also. I like a couple of scriptures. One is uh, Matthew twelve thirty four. out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaketh. Mm-hmm. That's Matthew twelve thirty four. Yeah, that's actually next on our list, brother. You, that's what you, that's in your <laughs> list. Okay, I, I, honest. I didn't look at your notes. I know you and Robert together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the one in uh, uh, Jeremiah uh, seventeen nine. Mm-hmm. The heart is deceitful above all all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The heart can be very deceptive. And you know, uh, my antidote to when I, you know, if I catch myself going the, the bad direction of gossip. What's that? Uh, my, my antidote is, uh, I refer to Psalms, I think Psalms 51.10. Create in me a new heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Thank you. God bless. Thanks, Julius. Appreciate your call. Oh, what a great scripture to end a call on, Julius. Way to go. <laughs> Psalm 51.10. Because, Jonathan, when we get into gossip, our heart, there's something wrong with our heart. Face the fact. And so that psalm says, create in me a new heart, Lord. Help me to get back in perspective where I belong, where I'm supposed to be. Folks, again, if you have a thought, it's 866-985-4255. Toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9. and. That means we're on right now. And our website, ChristianQuestions.com. Let's go to the uh, next sound by Jonathan, uh, because we want to open up this idea of karma. Now, karma is not a scriptural term. No, it's not. All right. This is from David Essel. Hi, I'm David Essel. You know, there's many reasons why people gossip in life, but I'll tell you this, is that one of the reasons that I did this segment right now is because of what we know, know as karma. When we talk about someone, when we think about someone in a derogatory way, it's coming back to us. Because the definition of karma is that every thought, every word, and every action goes out into the universe and returns in kind. So if we're talking poorly about Lindsay Lohan or Tim Tebow or anyone else in this world, or your next-door neighbor, or it could be your partner even, it's going to come back to us and we're going to receive the same thing in kind at some point in the future. All right, so he's saying this karma idea is the universe sort of uh, logs in these things and makes sure you get back what you give out. Yeah, he said a lot better uh, than I did on the outro <laughs> last time. <laughs> I was stumbling all over it. But yeah, so it, you'll you'll get your reward for speaking poorly about someone. And the interesting thing is what he's saying actually is true, and we know it's true because scripturally it's actually defined not as karma, but as something actually much more significant than that. A Christian principle? Absolutely. And let's look at that. Uh, Matthew 12, 33 to 36. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by its fruit. O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? 
for the out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. That's a powerful statement right there. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasures bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that man shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. There is your, quote, karma, unquote. Every idle word that men speak, they shall give account for in the day of judgments. So it is going to come back to us. It will. And, and, and none of us... We're can, accountable. And, and the interesting thing about the word for idle, the word idle means what? Unemployed, lazy, useless, shunning the labor which one ought to perform. So I love the definition of unemployed. Our words should be for a purpose. They should be employed to accomplish something. So when our words are idle, they're unemployed. They're just being spoken to take up time and space. And generally, that's what gossip is. It's taking right. up time and space, talking about other people's private lives, for which we have no business looking into. No business looking into. Now, having said that, the question of, well, okay, am I my brother's keeper? How do you put that into perspective? Let's go to the phones and let's go back to that question. All right. Well, we have Randall from Connecticut. Good morning, Randall, and welcome to Christian Questions. Good morning. Happy Sunday, guys. To you, too. And we have Numbers 23.8. How can I curse whom God has not cursed? How can I denounce those whom the Lord has not denounced? Gossip takes us out of the moment. It attempts to control situations and separates us from the acceptance and flow of living in Christ. Luke 2.51, his mother treasured all these things in her heart. Who had more to talk about than the mother of Jesus? But she didn't. Gossip weakens us. Speak sparingly like change, so when you talk, you will have full currency. Titus 2.7, show yourself in all respects a model of good works, and in your teaching, show integrity, gravity, and sound speech. Randall, thanks so much. We appreciate it. God bless you guys. Take, Take care. care. Now, see, Randall didn't waste any words there. Just got right to the point and put uh, the, the concept of gossip where it belongs. And where it belongs is not part of any Christian life or, or talk. Again, there's a difference between talking about people and building them up versus talking about people and tearing them down because you don't know if what you're talking about is true. You're talking about things you ought not to be talking about, and, 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 and things are out of order that way. And so, so idle words, back to that scripture in Matthew, idle words are then not thought out or planned as they should be. Instead, they're mainly reactionary, lazy, and not meant for the building up of another. They are words that come far too easily to one's mind, and without a filter, they are tools of destruction. That's what gossip is. It is a tool of destruction. So, Jonathan, let's touch on this idea of, of being our brother's keeper. Okay, what does that mean? We are supposed to be integrally involved in the lives of the brotherhood, aren't and we? And support. Right. Encouragement. So you, you have somebody who of the brotherhood who's made some bad decisions or done some bad things or, you know, has some bad habits, whatever, whatever the case may be. What do you do to help them? Well, the scriptures tell us that it doesn't say, look, go talk to everybody and come to a consensus and then go back and help the brother. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm really sure about that. I am really sure. So it's, go directly. The scripture in Galatians says you who are spiritual ought to bear the burdens of the weak. So it's checking yourself lest you also be tempted. I'm not quoting it exactly, but the idea is there should be a one-on-one. -on -one. Now suppose you know somebody who's maybe got some really bad habits and they have 
uh, indicated that to you personally, and, okay. and you, you're in a position to be able to help them, but you don't know how to help them. Okay, so is it gossip to go talk to somebody else and say, how do I help this person? See, that you've got to be careful because yeah. you're going to be talking about something negative about a person. But you don't bring out who that person is. You exactly. use ge- generalities. Exactly. exactly. So no one has a hint right. of who you're talking about. Right. So if you need counsel to be able to counsel, seek that counsel with the broadest, most general approach that you can so as to not bring down the reputation of anybody. Because that, the sacredness of the body of Christ is such that we are supposed to be spending our time and lives building each other up. So if you know you're going to someone to counsel, you say, oh, wait a minute, they know the person in the situation, possibly, I should get counsel somewhere else, possibly, so that I am not bringing a negative we, to this person. We don't want to spread, we don't want to spread negativity about anybody. We just don't. Uh, but sometimes we need help. Yes. So there's nothing wrong with seeking help. Again, folks, if you have a thought, it's 866-985-4255. Toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9, and that means we're on right now, and we're talking about gossip. Stay connected to Rick and I any day or time at ChristianQuestions.com. Exclusive videos, audio clips, our great rewind tool, and much, much more. Right after the show or any day this week, jump on to ChristianQuestions.com. Again, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? Those are three of the things that we want to look at in terms of what we're saying and how we're approaching and talking about other people. Let's go back to that TED Talk from Shamul Milwani. Uh, and she's, her talk was about what's good about gossip. She did a lot of research search and basically seems to say, yeah, gossip has got a really good place in society. We need to uh, recognize it and honor it. Let's listen. And so overall, they proposed that In terms of society or groups or large communities, gossip has four main functions. It allows people to gather and disseminate information about each other. It allows people to, or groups, to establish norms. So if somebody doesn't follow the norms, you can actually hurt them by um, discussing and hurting their reputation. Um, By sharing these norms and agreeing upon what's good behavior, we also establish group solidarity. And then finally, it's just kind of fun and is a relief from the monotony of daily life. Oh, Jonathan, I could say so much. <laughs> let, but only build up, Rick. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but again, it, uh, this is a statement made in a public forum, and a statement like that ought, is, has the ability to be criticized. So somebody listening to us can say, those guys don't know what they're talking about, and they have a right to do that. As long as you talk about what we talked about within the context of which we talked about it, go ahead. That's okay. There's nothing wrong. We'd love for you to tell us why, though, because that's Good. important. It's important Good. to get the feedback. You can, uh, you can email us at rick, R-A-C-K, at christianquestions.net, and let us know. Uh, but, Jonathan, let's go through those four points, because she said gossip serves four very important points. What's the first one? Disseminate information or spread unverified rumor, okay, which, wait, 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 which wait. is natural, right. which is more likely. Right, right. So... She said it's to disseminate information. Right. I say it's to spread unverified rumor. Ah, okay. Okay, see, she's saying it serves the purpose of disseminating information. No, what it does is it spreads unverified rumor. Now, which of those two is more natural? (laughs) It's easier just to spread the rumor. It is easy. Because there's no, remember, your words are now unemployed. Ah, Okay. Yes. So what's her second point? So um, A mob mentality and pers- purposefully hurting is now the order of the day. 
see, she's saying you, know, you you can you can establish this thing and you can actually hurt people, you know, hurt their reputation by talking about them. So what we're saying is, let's take on a mob mentality. Let's purposely hurt others because that's the right thing to do, and that's all based on what? Unverified rumor. So you know this point about you know let's let's purposely hurt them. No 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 no. Let let's approach the person who did the wrong. Face-to-face. Hey, there's a novel idea. (laughs) Let's approach them face-to-face, look them in the eye and say, you know what, what you did, I take issue with. Here's why. Have the guts to speak the truth to the person with whom you have the issue. And then you may have gotten it wrong after you talk to them. Right, exactly. We establish group solidarity, she said. Meaning we as a mob decide acceptably. Acceptability. Acceptability, yeah. You know what? Gangs do that. Ooh. They do. They, as a, a group, decide what's acceptable and what's not. So we're going to take the mob mentality and just go with it? I mean, folks, look at how gossip crumbles before reason. And then her fourth point was, it's kind of fun. Really? I mean, really? Come on. Is it fun to verbally beat others down based on rumor? Is that a fun thing to do? How bad our self-esteem must be if that's where we're going with all this. So, so folks, look. Obviously, we don't have a very high uh, opinion of gossip here. No. And there are several other scriptures we don't even have time for. But in Matthew 5.21, uh, it talks about Jesus says, when you say to your, your, your neighbor, your, your brother, thou fool, you'll be in danger of, of essentially, of, of the second death. Mm-hmm. Jesus is saying, you don't speak badly to or about your brother. You just don't. That's not acceptable behavior. And just because someone's in the limelight doesn't mean their private life life is open for whatever it is we want to talk about. It doesn't mean that. It might be a fun thing to do. Why? Because they have a whole lot of money and they're, you know, they're real popular and so we should be able to, they're they're a great target. No, 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 no. They're human beings. And maybe they don't mind or maybe they do mind. It doesn't matter if they mind or not. What matters is, is it the right thing to do? So as we look at gossip, we got to figure out, okay, now what do we do? This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject, is it really that bad to gossip? Coming up, how do we break the gossip habit? Is there a formula? What was it that Thumper said about it? You know, Thumper and Bambi. Do you remember? I do. That's next. You're listening to Christian Questions. Welcome back. This is Christian Questions. I'm Jonathan here with Rick. Our subject is, is it really that bad to gossip? To be a part of our program, call toll-free 866-985-4255. That's 866-985-4ALL. We're live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9. That means run right now on our website, ChristianQuestions.com. And don't forget to check out CQ Rewind, the full edition. It is a great tool. There's no gossip in it. <laughs> it's a great tool uh, that reflects what we were teaching and, and looking at and, and going over in the, in the program. And it gives you all the scriptures. It gives you a lot of the commentary, lots of graphics and illustrations. It makes it so that the, the lesson comes alive on paper. And that helps us to, to just get, okay, where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? What's the, what am I supposed to walk away with this a little better uh, with? And that's what CQ Rewind is, the full edition. You need to sign up for it. You can only sign up for it at ChristianQuestions.com. It's exclusively available there. It's a free service. Try it out. No obligation. You're going to love it. 
So, Jonathan, let's get back to this, um, this, this, this discussion on gossip. And, folks, if you have a thought, we'd love to hear from you at 866-985-4255. Let's go back to that TED Talk from Shamul Melwani. She's doing this, this, this research, and obviously we're not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but now I, I want you to, to listen. Um, and it, just, well, I won't, let me not comment until it's, out, it's over. Okay, let's listen. Uh, people who gossiped uh, felt and showed higher levels of positive emotion, and this was done um, by a, uh, a series of coders who rated these videos, found that people who gossiped laughed more, smiled more, just seemed to be overall happier. And you could say, well, what good are positive emotions? Well, research over years has actually shown that positive emotions at the workplace and outside have all kinds of wonderful benefits. They allow people to have better performance, more creativity, help each other more, and also are related to some of the things that I also found. One being, um, they were able to actually show and feel better relationship outcomes. So people who gossiped reported feeling closer to each other. Okay, let's, let's take that apart right here, right now, very simply. Of course they feel better. Of course they're laughing and smiling and feeling closer to each other. Talking they're, about other people. Right. They're sharing a secret and they're, you feel included when you do that. So, duh. Is that really positive reinforcement? No. See, that's the point, Jonathan. It's, it's, in a, it's a positive feeling, but it's not positive reinforcement. There's a big difference between the two. A positive feeling we can get from all kinds of negative things. Yes. But positive reinforcement is something that is built. And it just, you mentioned Thumper from yes, Bambi. Yes, I did. What about Thumper? Thump, Thumper's perspective. That he, little, he, little you bunny remember, rabbit. You remember what he said. I, I remember. What, well, he said, if you don't got something nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Or something to that That's effect. That's right. That's Thumper. I should have had the sound bite, but I didn't. Uh, but the point is... Positive reinforcement. Look, Thumper's father. You, Thumper, what did your father say? <laughs> Thumper's father planted in him that it's a mistake. It's a bad decision to speak negatively about others. That's right. And you could take it from that 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 uh, that cute that, little bunny, that cute little bunny and Bambi. That there is a powerfully important tool to use in life there. So take it for what it's worth. And she's saying, you know, positive emotions. Great. It's great to have positive emotions. But is it positive reinforcement? And the answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. The answer is no way. How about this, Rick? Galatians 6, 7. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. So this is the first point on how to deal with and get gossip out of your head. Realize this. God will not be mocked. And what we sow, we will reap. So if you think, hey, gossip is fine, gossip is great, no problem, okay, go ahead. But realize this. God is not mocked. What we sow, we will reap. Period. End of statement. So that's the first point. What's the second point here? Proclaim your loyalty to God outwardly. So how do you put gossip in its place? How do we break the gossip habit? The first point was you can't get away with it. That's right. Before God. The second point is proclaim your loyalty to God outwardly. Psalm 101, verses 1 through 7. I will sing of loyalty and of justice to you, O Lord. I will sing. If we spend our time thinking about and singing about and praising God, guess what we have no time for? We have no time to gossip. Right? Hey, there you go. It's the old replacement theory. There you when, go. When, we, when you're trying to break a bad habit, Jonathan, one of the most important things to do is set up a new habit in 
its place. So this is the formula. This is the new habit. This is how we break the gossip habit. Again, folks, if you have a thought, now would be the time. 866-985-4255. Toll free, 866-985-4ALL. We are live Sunday mornings from 7 to 9. And that means we're on right now. The conversation continues online at ChristianQuestions.com. Contact us there on Facebook and our always updated blog. All right. So the, the second point was to proclaim your loyalty to God outwardly. What's the third point on how to break the gossip habit? Study only righteousness and walk with integrity. And where do we get that from? Psalm 101. Now this is now going to be verse 2. I will study the way that is blameless. I will walk with integrity of heart. Within my house. So here's an idea, folks. Instead of reading a tabloid, read the scriptures. <laughs> Replacement. I will study the way that is blameless. I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. But when I go outside, it's okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no. Jonathan? No. <laughs> you don't want us talking about you now, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> study only righteousness. See, fill your heart and fill your mind with good things. Because what you put in is going to reflect what comes out. So that's the third point. Make sure we're getting the right input. And you don't get it from tabloids. You don't get it from those television shows that are all about, guess who was doing what with whom and when and blah, 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 blah. Because that's all it is. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. You blah. get it from God's Word. That's right. Okay. Fourth point here. The fourth point on how to make, or how to break, rather, the gossip habit. Fourth point. Decide to only look upon those things which uplift. That's a hard choice, but it is a choice. Okay? And again, let's go to Psalm 101. Now this is going to be verse 3. I will not set before my eyes anything that is base. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. So you think about it for a second, Jonathan. I won't set my eye before anything that is base. I won't look at. I won't observe. I won't uh, absorb anything that is not good and righteous and wholesome. In our world... Oh, is that hard, Rick. That, and you know what? That may be nearly impossible. So, when we do look at and absorb those things which are not wholesome... You have to battle it. We do. And, and that's the point. Just because you've, you've absorbed it doesn't mean you own it and you have to keep it. Right. You can, you can throw it out and get rid of it. But that, so, so, let's go through these, these, these four points so far. What was the first one? You really can't get away with gossip. All right. The second point. Proclaim your loyalty to God outwardly. This is how to undo the habit. The third point. Study only righteousness and walk with integrity. The fourth point. Decide only to look upon those things which uplift. So the, the whole point here, Jonathan, is there are decisions and choices that can and will be made. And here's the thing. We make the decision to gossip every time we do it. You're right. Even And, and for, for in some cases, it may come as a knee-jerk reaction. You don't even know that you've decided to do it. And that's why um, when you, we heard that, that one soundbite earlier in the program, the woman said, I didn't realize how much I gossiped until I tried to stop. Yes, yes. So the idea is we, if we start to monitor our words, we start to monitor what we hear, I wonder what we're going to come up with. So you, you're giving homework <laughs> <laughs> to everyone listening? Christian Questions homework. Monitor your words. Monitor what you listen to each and every day. And make a note of it. Write it down. Do something to say, wait a minute. Am I glorifying God in my each and every day in the things I, I do, the things I say, the things I listen to, the things I watch? Because what can come out of that? Does gossip come out of that? Or does glory to God come out of that? And, you know, you can't be doing both. James, remember, James said, you can't, that's re absurd yes. that both things come from the, same, from the same mouth. Right. 
One, and here's the kicker, Jonathan. We're going to go to that TED Talk from Shamul Milwani, and she's been talking so positively about gossip. Uh-huh. Okay, here's how she basically concludes a, a part of her, her talk, this TED Talk, on the um, what's good about gossip. I found that people who engaged in negative gossip, it was just more common. It was very, very prevalent. Very few pairs talked about other people positively. Um, this is actually really problematic because negative gossip comes with a series of costs, both for the individual and for the group. So individuals who engaged in negative gossip had a sort of a drop in their self-esteem. They just felt kind of bad about themselves. Other research has actually shown that people who engage in high-frequency negative gossip are less likable and are also seen as less powerful. In addition, um, some social network research shows that Targets of negative gossip are especially hurt by this. Now, if you just heard that soundbite alone, you'd think she was saying, boy, gossip is a bad thing. Exactly. Her whole point, because I listened to the whole talk, her whole point was gossip is a good thing and it can be a, 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 you know, put, put into a good position in terms of society and all of that. But this, what she just said, what she just outlined is negative gossip is the most prevalent the, and when you engage in it, it doesn't do good for you it's or anybody harmful. else. It's harmful. And you know what? In another soundbite, somebody, I said that of, of all of the pe- time people spend talking about each other, 90 to 95% of what they say is negative. Wow. So if you're going to tell me that only 5% of the potential comes out for positive, I say throw out the exercise entirely. <laughs> there you go. Because there's no, there's no redeeming value. Exactly. Who, 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 wanna, who go, going up to bat in a professional baseball game is going to go one for 20? Uh, and, and, they're off the team. Right, exactly. <laughs> so throw gossip off the team. It is no redeeming value. Jonathan, we have just a couple of minutes, and we've got uh, four more points on how to break the gossip habit. What's, what's point number five? Purge out evil and deceit from your heart. Hear it not. Speak it not. And that comes from Psalm 101, verse 4. Perseverance of heart shall be far from me. I will know evil, nothing of evil. That's perverseness of heart. I'm sorry. Perverseness <laughs> of heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. So we have to purge out evil and deceit from our hearts. And that is a, a conscious action. That doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen because you go to church and you feel good. No. It happens because you decide this is how I'm going to live. What's the sixth point? Personally confront that which damages in your circle of influence. All right. Personally confront, and that is Psalm 101, verse 5. One who secretly slanders a neighbor, I will destroy. A haughty look, an arrogant heart, I will not tolerate. So what it's saying is, have the guts, have the courage to stand up against that which is being spoken of of your brother or sister uh, wrongly. Stand up against it. Personally confront it. Point number seven. Seek out those who stand for righteousness and mercy. Okay, and that comes from... Psalm 101. And look, the 101st Psalm is the answer. Okay, so if you're not going to remember all these points, go to the 101st Psalm, verses 1 through 7. This, we're going to go to verse 6 here. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land, so that they may live with me. Whoever walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. So seek to stand for righteousness and mercy. So gather yourself around other people who are determined that they're not going to be gossips as well. And that way you're in a safer environment. And you put yourself in a position where all you're saying is to build up others. And you know what? That is much more fun oh, you're than right. tearing others down. It really is. It truly, truly, look, I've done both. Okay? I've done both. Sorry to say it, but it's true. And it's better to be building others up. And the last point, Jonathan? Remove yourself 
from an environment of lies and deceit. And that's verse 7 of Psalm 101. No one who practices deceit shall remain in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue in my presence. Get rid of those influences. Folks, gossip is such a devious little habit that, that, that permeates throughout all of our society. We, if you are deciding to be a Christian and to truly stand for righteousness, you, I, we, must face gossip for what it is. And that is, it is nothing valuable. It is nothing good. It's nothing that we should want to be a part of because all it does is it degrades those who were created in the image of God. It degrades our brother, our sister, our family member, or somebody we may not even like, but that's not the point. We're supposed to love our enemies. Therefore, we should not even gossip about them. Take this to heart. Apply it. There's great lessons here for all of us so we learn how to properly speak about one another. We hope you've enjoyed being with us this morning. We certainly have enjoyed being with you. We'll be back again next week with another subject, but until then, for Jonathan and Rick and Christian Questions, don't forget to check us out on Facebook. You can like us there. Leave your comments. Is it really that bad to gossip? You bet it is, so stay far away from it. Till next week, think about it.